Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The plan was for Mike Claiborne to drive for a long time yesterday from St. Louis to Jupiter, Florida. He's with us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Good morning, Michael. Did you drive straight through and are you there? Yeah, I'm here, and I'm happy to report the grass is green here, and um, there's some leaves on the trees. So, yeah, everything's okay. Everything's okay. Weather pretty nice. What's the temperature looking like? Uh, supposed to get up to 74 today, but by the weekend, it's supposed to be in the 80s. Now, how soon are you getting out on the golf course? <laughs> you know, I'm not sure yet. Um, I, I just got here, so I got to alert some of my friends here that I'm here, and maybe sneak over to the range and hit a few before I start trying to play with anybody. Mike was involved with the winter warm-up over the weekend. What was your big takeaway? What was the thing that struck you most as you did your interviews and your panels? Boy, you know, that's a good question. I was with uh, some of the guys Friday night and just listening to them talk, you know, freely about, you know, work to be done. And I I think the one person who intrigued me most was Jack Flaherty. I know uh, Ben Fredrickson wrote a piece on him. uh, I believe it was Ben Fredrickson uh, about him and his emotion this weekend. And, and, you know, one of the things that he, uh, he has been amused by is the fact that everybody thinks he's ready to leave St. Louis. And I I really feel like that's not the case. And, And, you know, there's, there's, in his opinion, some unfinished work here. So, you know, I think he wants to focus on being the best guy on the team as far as pitching is concerned and, and really trying to give something back considering he's been fairly inactive the last couple of years. Hey, Clay, we were, we were talking earlier about um, really the, the lack of signings, free agent signings for the Cardinals. And and I mentioned to Randy that it, is it a possibility that Mosellock and, and that team feels that what they have returning in Tyler O'Neill, a healthy Dylan Carlson, a healthy Jack Flaherty, that you have some of the better players that you could have signed in the free agent market and you don't have to pay them as much? Well, I think they're going to take a long look at them. Uh, I think if they need somebody, they're going to go get them because they can financially cover it. Um, and, you know, th- there was only like a couple of people who really would have fit the Cardinals M.O. You know, I think Trey Turner would have been a good shortstop. Tommy Edmond would have been a good second baseman. Uh, you know, when you look at the outfield, you know, I'm not sure if there was a guy that was going to be that dominant compared to the guys that you want to give a look to. And, you know, the Cardinals have always tried to make sure that they take a look at their own before they start to move out of the market and, and, and look at some other players. And so with the youth of these guys and, and really some young experience, I think they really want to give them a shot before they start really looking to shop. And, you know, there'll be somebody available. You know, everybody thinks they can be better than they were last year, but as you well know, that's not always the case. And there'll be somebody available. 
Mike, I mentioned on the show earlier, as Mo talked about left-handed hitters and not being able to guarantee a left-handed hitter the amount of playing time he wanted, the only guy I see that really fits the bill is Cody Bellinger, who went to a place where he can play a lot, hit a lot of home runs at Wrigley Field. A guy like Conforto signs a two-year contract. He's not worried about playing time. I don't think Brandon Belt was a guy that the Cardinals would have been interested in. I just don't see many guys out there, any other guys out there, that fit the profile no. of what Mo's talking about other than Cody Bellinger. I agree with you, Randy, and I think really they got to give, they have to give uh, Nolan Gorman a long look, okay? This guy was a hot prospect. He hit, he hit home runs at every level. He obviously because of COVID. And with his youth, you got to give him a look. Uh, you know, Bellinger hasn't been very good the last couple of years. He's had some injuries as well. But I understand the point with his experience and an MVP, the whole nine yards, but he's trying to find his mojo. Yeah, I wasn't – I'm of the belief that just because you're a free agent doesn't make you an all-star. You know, I mean, you're a free agent because of your date of birth more than anything else and the fact that the, the team that you were playing for didn't think enough of you to sign you long-term well before your free agent date. Hey, Clebs, is there anyone um, other than Jack Flaherty that you think is going to have one of those breakout years uh, this season kind of maybe surprise some folks in, 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 Cardinals, in the Cardinals organization? You know, that's a good question because every year there's always a guy that's, on, that, that's not on anyone's radar. And I'll go back to, <clears throat> excuse me, Jordan Hicks. Uh, you know, you look at Andre Pallante. You look at Brendan Donovan. I mean, those guys. Now, Donovan had a good Arizona Fall League. But, you know, we've seen some guys come in. Lars Newbar was a guy, you know, that, that was a, a good player in the minors, but we didn't expect him to be in the conversation to have a starting job. So this year, I, I want to look at a guy like Zach Thompson out of the bullpen, former first-round pick, and, and who knows whether he's a bullpen guy or does he find himself in a starting role. You know, we, we're going to go into spring training with a lot of veterans or a lot of guys with major league starting experience. But we need some guys who can, who can take that next step. And so they are going to be some guys that are going to get a long look. You know, with Michaelis and Wainwright being involved in the WBC, there's going to be some innings to be had for somebody. And it might be one of those guys. Claves, we were so lucky to be at the Blues Hall of Fame induction on Friday night. And we were both running around talking to people and, and trying to catch up with people that we hadn't seen in a while. A lot of highlights for me. What was your favorite thing about Friday night? Man, I, I think talking to Gary Unger. You know, when I was growing up, Gary Unger was the man. All right? He was the first real star of this team with youth. I'll never forget the day they made the trade on a Saturday. Uh, Red Berenson for, for Gary Unger. And Gary Unger came to St. Louis. He was injured. And he wasn't going to play. And Scotty said, hey, look, I just traded Red Berenson for you. I need you to play. And they played uh, in Philadelphia that Sunday afternoon. And he had that long uh, consecutive game streak. But, man, he was really like the first guy that was recognizable. That wasn't one of the guys who was a veteran and part of the expansion. So I got a kick out of it. And kudos to the Blues. That might have been as nice of an event as I've been part of in a long, long time. And, you know, I'm surprised that they hadn't done this before, uh, with especially with as many alums that are in St. Louis. But Mike Caruso and everybody involved deserves a real tip of the cap, man. That was one of the, one of the memorable events we've had so far in 2023. And the people that they put in, because... Yeah, Red, Red Berenson's yeah. 84, Scotty is 89. You just don't know how many opportunities you're going to get to put those yeah. guys in the Hall of Fame. So the timing was good, too. 
Yeah, it was. And, and you know, I'm glad they addressed Glenn Hall as well. Uh, why Glenn Hall's number isn't hanging from the rafters, I have no idea. I mean, you think about the, the goalies that are war number one other than Glenn Hall, and the only other guy who comes to mind is Mike Leuk that had that sort of run in St. Louis. And, you know, Glenn Hall's already in the Hockey Hall of Fame, but I'm glad they put him in. He's 91, uh, you know, doesn't travel as well as he would like to, I'm sure. And then there's Brian Sutter, who had work on the farm, and, you know, he was an instrumental guy in the success of the team in the, in the uh, early 80s. So, yeah, it was a good, it was a good night. I'm, I'm happy I was able to be there. Hey, Clay, Randy and I and Rock were, were running through some quarterbacks from the 80s slash 90s and comparing them to, to quarterbacks that are in the league right now. So we're gonna, I'm going to give you some names and, and their comparison, and you tell me what you think. So we got Dan All Marino right. and Justin Herbert as a, as a comparison. You got yeah. uh, Jim Kelly and Josh Allen. You have Joe huh. Montana, Joe Burrow, and we put John Elway and Patrick Mahomes. What are your What are your thoughts on those on those '80s comparisons to these quarterbacks now? Well, you know, let's let's throw another one in there: Randall Cunningham and Lamar Jackson. That's what Rock said. I said Randall Cunningham and Steve Young. <sighs> Boy, well, current know, guy, it, it, Lamar too. Jackson, Lamar and Steve Young. Yeah, yeah Lamar Young. Jackson. Is that what he's saying? Yeah. 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 Well, you know what? Here's the thing. Randall had an arm better than all those guys. Yeah. I mean, he could throw it from side, the goal line to goal line. Uh, but you know what? I can't, I can't really push back on any of those. I, I like them. Um, you know, today today's quarterback, I mean, you know, you look at Josh Allen, who's bigger than most tight ends of the 80s, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's bigger than a lot of people that, are, that have been assigned to tackle him. Uh, but, but you know the the fact is you got to be able to run football, man. And if you don't have a running quarterback or a mobile quarterback, you have no chance. And if you don't have a running game, and this is why you know when you look at San Diego and the reason why they lost, they they never they never had a running game to eat up clock. And when they did try and run the ball, you know it was like second and eleven. I mean they just couldn't get anything done. And if you don't have a running game at this time of the year, you have no chance. And what we're seeing instead of that feature back, we're seeing quarterbacks taking those taking those plays and running the ball and maybe gaining 60, 70 yards in a game. That, that's how the game's played now. Yeah, it's, it's amazingly different. I'm sure that by the time we talk next week here on this show, you'll have been over to Roger Dean Stadium and seen a Cardinal or two, and this will be fun. This will, if nothing else, curbs or curbs claims this will be a, an intriguing spring training for the Cardinals because of all the question marks that are out there. Well, you know what? This time next week, I plan on being on a cruise. Oh, but I'm going over today because you know we have a lot of players that are already down here. So I'm going to go over there today and just chop it up with them because most of them have come back from the warm up and. Uh, so I'm looking forward to getting over there. And our fantasy camp is taking place here this week as well. So there'll be some activity over there. I will be down there on Saturday, as a matter of fact, for the fantasy camp. How so are you going to be here? Uh, I'm only going to be in there for oh, the date. My son is going to be involved that, on yeah, Saturday. That, yeah, that's right. Okay. Well, I may not see you while you're here, but uh, hopefully I'll see you doing spring training. And we can. I've got, I just found out about a new restaurant last night, and I think it's going to be kind of good. All right, Clabes. I won't tell you on the air because you know that routine. You tell them on the air, and all of a sudden you can't get a seat there. So <laughs> I, I'll do some reconning tonight, and uh, I will have a full report for you when we talk again. All right, sounds good, Clabes. Thanks so much. We appreciate it. You guys have a great day. Thank you. Care. That's our buddy Mike Claiborne here on 101 ESPN.